What's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. I'm Cody Goodwin, the Register's wrestling writer, and I am glad you are here. Happy Thursday, January 13th, episode number 126. Fun show for you guys today. Caught up with Justin and Josh Portillo, twin brothers who were both state champion wrestlers for Clarion Goldfield Dows. Now they're all American wrestlers in college. Justin is at Grandview here in Des Moines. Josh at Nebraska Kearney on Saturday. They're going to wrestle each other. Um, yes, Justin Portillo and Josh Portillo are going to wrestle each other for the first time since they were in middle school. At least that's what they told me. Um, those interviews are fun, and I'm excited for you guys to hear them. Just a really unique wrestling story, um, especially here for the state of Iowa and especially, obviously, for those two guys. Um, so really excited for you guys to hear from them. But first, before we get to those interviews, I wanted to riff for um, you know a minute or two. It's probably going to end up being longer than a minute or two because you guys know I ramble. Just a few thoughts that are going on in my head. Let's start here. Um, Big Ten Network has a brand new in-studio wrestling show called Big Ten Wrestling and Beyond or B1G Wrestling and Beyond. If you're looking at it, um, that's actually how they spell it. It features Rick Pizzo and Shane Sparks every Monday evening talking Big Ten Wrestling. They'll do this every Monday evening from now through the NCAA Championships in March. It's a 30-minute show, not a ton of time to talk wrestling, but it's still really cool all the same, right? Uh, Their first run featured an around-the-horn type recap of the big results from the past weekend. Then they dove into an analysis segment called Matt Return of the Week and Nod to Shane's Odd Love of Matt Returns. Um, Then they interviewed Iowa's Michael Kemmer and ended with some matches to watch for the upcoming weekend. My first thought was that this was obviously really cool, right? An in-studio wrestling show on a major regional network is another sign that wrestling is continuing to grow. Also shows the Big Ten Network's continued commitment to the sport of wrestling, which is always really cool to see. Um, My second thought was probably a little bit conflicting after I kind of took a step back and, um, you know, really kind of digested my thoughts on this. As a general wrestling fan, um, or I guess a general fan of the sport of wrestling, right, I'm pumped that there is an in-studio show. As a diehard wrestling fan who's clearly insulated in the wrestling bubble sometimes, I couldn't help but nitpick the show a little bit. Some of it was small things, right, like Shane Sparks could probably dial back his energy a few notches and still provide really good energy on set. Um, the chemistry between Sparks and Pizzo, a little clunky at times, but you know they'll, they'll get better as they continue to do this. I thought the Matt Return segment was fine. It was a little corny, but it was fine. Uh, probably made casual fans laugh, but as a diehard fan, I think it would be better to show actual film analysis, break down important key moves or technique, um, you know, crucial, I don't know, turns, takedown finishes, something there in that realm because this show has an opportunity a very real opportunity to grow the casual fan base right and teaching them the ins and outs of specific moves um i think would really help in my opinion um I don't know, just one man's opinion, but I'd like to see them maybe target a little bit of that moving forward just because of the the platform that they have and um, also kind of shows, you know, kind of their wrestling expertise as well. And, and, you know, if they're going to do an in-studio wrestling show, we want people to be able to trust their opinion, right? Um, Love the interview segment. Michael Kemmer was a very obvious first choice for them since he returned to the mat this weekend. Um, Simple and easy, introduces the wrestlers to the audience on a more personal level. Pizzo always does his homework, so those are always going to be great. Final segment, um, they look to head to the big upcoming matchups again good but a little corny right um they held headgear because they were referencing their wrestlers who needed to strap up um quote unquote this weekend shane even put his on i found that to be a little cringy um but it's kind of on par with him and the energy he exudes all the time um you know i i think their heart's in the right place there um as well see and here's and here's where i find it to be conflicting right i say all of that and then i need 
to take a step back, or at least I find myself reminding myself to take a step back because it's like, dude, ease up. They'll get better with time and experience. They'll get feedback. They'll see what works and what doesn't. Um, it was their first show. Don't be so critical. Relax. And this is maybe a small example of wrestling fans sometimes getting in their own way. We see it a lot. Um, you know, do something for us, but do it the way we want it done, right? You can apply that to a lot of different things that wrestling has faced or or looked at, or you know, different types of ways to grow the sport, right? So I don't want to come. I don't want it to come off like I hated the show. Um, I, I did like it. I liked it a lot. I liked a lot of the things that they were doing. I think there's a lot of really fun potential with this show. Um, and I'm excited to see how it evolves moving forward. I think it's a great thing for wrestling. Um, you know, for their first run on Monday, that was pretty good. Next Monday, naturally, I believe, will be even better now that they have a rep under their belt, right? So um, really excited for that opportunity. Really excited to kind of see what they do with it. I think they can clean a few things up and make it really, really, really good, um, not just for um, catering to the diehard fans, but obviously catering to the casual fans as well and really helping educate that broader audience and um you know because the goal here is obviously to help grow the sport and um you know continuing to share the stories and 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 you know kind of show people why us wrestling diehards all of us who are insulated in that bubble love it so much right and i think this show is another avenue to be able to do that so very excited for them um you know i didn't want to be too hard or too critical right because i you know a lot of us are in that wrestling bubble but um you know really excited to see how it evolves moving forward so really excited for for shane and pizzo and everybody else at the big 10 network for finally getting this off the ground they wanted to launch it i know there were a lot of people that were like oh it's about time that they do a show right because the big 10 networks just continued commitment to wrestling um they wanted to launch it in 2021 um Obviously, COVID-19 had different plans, so they they, they backed off a year. So, um, And I know that they, they originally, when they wanted to launch it in 2021, they did want to, around the same time, right, like launch it with the conference dual slate because that's primarily what they cover, right? So, um, you know, that's the timing of this thing, is it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so really pumped. Again, um, I don't want to come off like it was too critical, uh, but I'm, just, I'm very excited to kind of see how it evolves. Second thought on the Iowa Hawkeyes, um, they swept Minnesota and Purdue last weekend, Friday, Sunday, doubleheader. They beat the Gophers on Friday night, 22 to 10, blasted Purdue on Sunday, 36 to four, um, looked a little sluggish on Friday. Not going to lie. That's a pretty solid Minnesota squad. Um, they got good coaches. They got good wrestlers up there. Everybody watches film. Um, you know, it, it, it had been more than two weeks since the Hawkeyes had been on the mat. I, there's a lot of different reasons why maybe, they just kind of looked a little uninspired. I think that was the word um, that that I used to kind of describe their performance. I know it left Tom Brands feeling agitated, but then they just came out on Sunday and just crushed the Boilermakers, the, uh, the same Boilermakers that upset Nebraska on Friday night. So, um, you know, this is a Purdue team that is capable, and Iowa just kind of came out and stepped on their necks. So it was really nice to kind of see them rebound like that, wrestle closer to their full potential, um, you know, but two, two really different teams, I thought. Um, Iowa just kind of, they matched up a little bit better against Purdue. Um, still able to win seven of 10 matches against Minnesota. In any case, big news from the Hawks were the return, I guess was the return of Michael Kemmer at 174 pounds. Um, he beat Bailey O'Reilly nine to two on Friday. And then he absolutely just blitzed Jarrett nine, uh, Jarrett nine, nine house. I'm always going to screw up that name. 17 to one technical fall on Sunday. Uh, brace on his left shoulder. Um, and after talking to him on Friday and then Tom on both Friday and Sunday, um, Mike's probably going to just Corey Clark this thing through the season. Um, you know, maybe a little limited by what he can and can't do, I guess, because of his shoulder. But, you know, he's still able to do a lot, you know, and he showed that. 
um, in both of his matches, right? Just various types of finishes, um, obviously defended very well, um, and just can still very casually open up a can on anybody who gets into a poor position against him. He's still, you know, even... He may not be 100% the entire season, but even so, you know, anywhere from 70, 80 to even 90%, Michael Kemmer is a very, very dangerous wrestler. So um, other big news, of course, Drake Ayala's entrance into the starting lineup at 125 pounds after his run to third place at the Southern Scuffle. Drake got the nod and is now the third true freshman just one year removed from high school to start for the Hawkeyes under Tom Brands. I'm going to say that again. Third true freshman just one year removed from high school to start for the Hawkeyes under Tom Brands. We have to specify it that way because there's guys like Nathan Burak who took a gray shirt at the OTC and then he stepped into the lineup. Um, you know, Justin Stickley, Justin Stickley, excuse me, I think follows under that same category as well. So um, the other two true freshmen just one year removed from high school were Spencer Lee, duh, and then Abasad as well. He looked really good this weekend, by the way. Um, Drake, one and one on the weekend, lost to Minnesota's All-American Pat McKee, eight to six on Friday night, but then he rebounded very nice six to one win over Purdue's Devin Schroeder on Sunday. Um, Schroeder made the blood round last year, um, NCAA quarterfinals as well, and uh, was ranked number five um, at the time that they matched up. So um, Drake scored a couple of takedowns, three minutes of riding time. Um, on a guy that is very, very good on top, Devin Schroeder. So um, excellent stuff there from Drake. Really cool to see the crowd get into his matches and his um, you know, appearance in the starting lineup. Very excited for that guy. Um, and this was honestly really cool to see because we've been writing about Drake since he was in eighth grade, right? He was a, he was a cadet men's freestyle national champ the summer before his freshman year at Fort Dodge, obviously forged a, a legendary high school career, um, three-time state champ, ended up a three-time national champ who's number one win, um, you know, just super 32 belt. Uh, we, we, we've been watching Drake for a really long time. And so now here he is starting for the Hawkeyes. It's going to be really fun to watch his progress and development the rest of the way. Um, and it'll also be very intriguing from the Hawks point of view to kind of see how far he can go. Right. Because how he finishes in March, I think is going to play a huge factor in Iowa's overall team race finish losing Spencer doesn't eliminate them from team title contention, but it does, Kind of, it means everybody else needs to step up in order to stay with or beat Penn State, Michigan. I think those are the three teams right now. Um, you know, jury's still out on you know teams like Oklahoma State, Arizona State, um, you know, NC State, Cornell, um, Virginia Tech. There's a few other teams in the, uh, Nebraska's got the pieces to make some noise, but they never do. So, you know, there's there's a few other teams in there, but I think very clearly right now, Iowa, Penn State, maybe a half step below them is Michigan and. Um, you know, it's shaping up to be a really exciting team race. So um, how far Drake can go, what he can do, what he can score, obviously going to be really crucial to the Hawks' chances. Um, the tests are going to keep coming, too. This, this He's going to be prepared by the time Iowa gets to March, right? Um, you know, this weekend, Iowa wrestles both Northwestern and Illinois. So Drake going to get a chance to wrestle both Michael D'Agostino, um, who was in the blood round last year, but he beat two All-Americans last weekend. He beat Pat McKee. Um, you know, scored, uh, took him feet to back and then turned him again to win that match eight to seven. Um, and then he also beat Wisconsin's Eric Barnett nine to five. Um, so, you know, he's, he's going to be really good. And then against Illinois, he'll see Justin Cardani who, um, he won the Illinois Matt Man open in December. So, um, obviously we'll keep tabs on Drake as we keep progressing. (laughs) 
Third thought, Iowa State wrestled uh, last night on Wednesday night uh, against Cal State Bakersfield and promptly rolled them 44-0. Cyclones are now 5-1 and one overall. They've won their last two duels by a combined 100-0. Um, they beat Northwest Kansas Tech last week 56-0. Um, Cyclones were supposed to wrestle Arizona State last Sunday, but the Sun Devils um, have some COVID-19 issues, so that duel got canceled. Um, this duel on Wednesday was the makeup because Cal State Bakersfield, they're on their way to Michigan for the weekend, and head coach Luke Smith decided to stop in Ames along the way. Pretty cool deal for them um, and for the Cyclones to just get another rep. Um, but what really came to mind initially last night was that Arizona State was supposed to be a really stiff test for this Iowa State team, who I believe has top 10 potential this season. Uh, Sun Devils currently ranked number four by Intermat, won a trophy at last season's NCAA championships. Um, with that duel being canceled, Iowa State may not truly be tested all the way up and down the lineup um, until probably the end of the month, right, when they wrestle Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. That's January 28th and 29th. Between now and then, here's what their schedule looks like, right? They got Wyoming on Friday, uh, Montana State Northern and Providence on Sunday. Next weekend, Utah Valley and North Dakota State. Then they go south to Russell OU and Oklahoma State. Um, so just not a super tough slate. Iowa State could very well be 10-1 and when they head south to Russell, the Sooners and Cowboys. Um, at least they probably should be if they truly are a top 10 team this season. Those were my not exactly quick thoughts, but time now for the good stuff. Uh, most wrestling fans in Iowa know of the Portillo brothers, right? Twin lightweights from Clary and Goldfield Dows combined to win five state titles for the Cowboys and are now forging spectacular college careers. Justin Portillo, two-time state champ, now four-time NAIA All-American at Grandview. Josh Portillo, three-time state champ, now a two-time NCAA Division II All-American at Nebraska Kearney. On Saturday, they're going to get to wrestle each other. Um, this is a very unique wrestling story, unique, um, obviously, because of the Iowa ties, um, unique, obviously, because of the wrestling, um, two programs going at it, Nebraska Kearney and Grandview, two really good programs, um, you know, but then also, you know, two brothers who are, who are quite good, um, you know, and I just, I found this story to be super fascinating, um, and I caught up with both Justin and Josh this week to just talk with them about this particular matchup and, and how this duel came to land on each of their schedules, um, but also about growing up as a twin and, and what it was like, um, you know, having kind of, you know, I, people who aren't twins, I don't know that they fully get it, um, you know, you kind of have somebody you're attached at the hip with, um, people kind of look at you guys as if you're the same person, like it's the Portillo bros, you know, it's Josh and Justin, it's not Josh, comma, and Justin, right? So, um, got to talk to them about that, what that was like, um, you know, obviously they, they went from Clary and Goldfield Dows to, I, I guess maybe not obviously, but they spent a year at South Dakota State together, and then they went to separate schools. So, kind of talked about that transition, um, what it's been like the last few years to kind of not have your brother in your back pocket with you, um, how much they've grown kind of as their own individuals, and then obviously we talked a lot about wrestling as well, and even asked them for score predictions um, for Saturday's matchup, um, asked them both to also out their brother too and, and this is actually really funny they they both said that it's going to be like wrestling each other which duh they're twins right but um listen to them break down each other's wrestling styles it's actually really funny um how similar they both believe that they wrestle to each other um which if you've watched them wrestle they do um you know very similar styles um and it's i think it's going to be a really fun matchup so i'm excited to kind of pay attention to it on saturday i hope all of you guys are as well these conversations absolutely excellent um and i think you guys are going to enjoy them we'll go um justin first um he's the one that goes to grandview and then we'll hit josh who goes to nebraska Kearney. let's go to them now Justin Portillo from Grandview here. Um, 
Got a big match this weekend, man. I know we were talking about it a little bit before we hit record here, but um, you, you get to wrestle your brother this weekend. That's that's kind of unique. That's kind of cool. What what kind of went into scheduling this and making this happen? Yeah, it's something that I've asked Coach about just about every year. I've been really adamant on you know getting this duel set up and seeing which team's better. Like our whole lives, we've kind of trained together. It wasn't until we split off him at Kearney, me at Grandview, that we've really been away from each other. So this final scrap, it's something that has been years in the making. And uh, with that being said, we've never gone full 100% live, but to everyone watching, I can promise you guys that this is <laughs> gonna be 100% versus 100%. We're gonna find out which Portillo reigns, reigns supreme. That's pretty awesome, man. Um, and not only is it your brother, it's your twin brother. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, but like, okay, so if I've, I've got I've got twin brothers and I've got twin nephews. How often did you guys like wrestle each other growing up? If you did, or were you always like different weights? I know you were different weights in high school, but like when you guys are like kids, like little little, how often did you guys wrestle each other? Yeah, like I feel like we'd run into each other every once in a while at tournaments in elementary. But if I recall correctly. Our dad stopped having us do live matches because it would always end badly. <laughs> One of us is going to be crying the whole way home. There's going to be a fight. Like, so after a while, we, we didn't really meet up very often. But um, it's also funny. We used to train with each other like all the time. And as we got older, like it just couldn't happen anymore because every time we went live, like yeah, things get pretty intense. But now that we're apart from each other, you know, we use our time a little bit more wisely training with each other. But um, things have been really heated, usually <laughs> when we face each other. And I expect the Saturday to be no different. Absolutely. I know it, it's, it, twins are always unique. Um, but I, for you guys specifically, not just like growing up wrestling each other, but just like growing up with a twin. Like what, for people who don't know, like what, what is that like? Yeah, that's a really good question. There's lots of things that have made me a lot different from someone who doesn't have a twin. Uh, for example, I've always got someone pushing me. Uh, every day I wake up and I think to myself, I can't let this guy get better than me. Like, <laughs> there's always someone right on my tail keeping me honest. And with that being said, I've, I've also always had a training partner built in. Uh, wrestling, you know, of course it's all up to you if you want to be your best, but it also helps to have a good training partner. And I had a built-in one with me every day. Um, one of the negatives, though, is I feel like I sometimes have lived in a shadow. Yeah. And uh, that's just something that's normal for twins. We're, we're battling for supremacy in a lot of little ways, and this wrestling match is a good way to prove who, who's on top. Absolutely. Yeah. When did you guys kind of get started wrestling? Like, what was, what was the introduction? When did you guys begin? What was, what was that like, the first few, no, first few years? Yeah, like, as far as I can remember my life, like, I've wrestled. Uh, we started yeah. when we were four years old. I, uh, I've i got a little picture of me on the podium as a, I took fourth place out of four people. <laughs> hey man, medal's but, a medal, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I still made the podium and I've, I've got that picture and I, I like looking at it and just reflecting on how far we've come. But, uh, you know, throughout our whole lives, I've, I've wrestled and it's, it's been a, a really long journey, but my fondest memories of wrestling come from the road trips that I've had with a lot of them were just me, my dad, and my brother. So we'd wake up super early at the crack of dawn, drive all the way over to Pennsylvania for some random youth tournament. Like our dad dedicated a lot of time to us for that. And uh, just, you know, I'm getting towards the end of my career and it's just, I think it's fitting that me and my brother can have this last match with each other. Uh, 
you know, coming to a close in our careers just after everything we've been through together. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what's a funny, like, like brother story or twin story? Like when you think of like you guys growing up, wrestling each other, competing against one another, like what's one of the first stories that comes to mind? Ah, I'm glad that you asked, actually. I have a really good story that I've been thinking about recently. I even texted my brother to ask if he's got footage from this match. But anyways, middle school, I forget if it was seventh or eighth grade, but we were having a local tournament and Usually I don't have any fans or anyone come watch me like in middle school, you know? Yeah. But at this specific tournament, uh, this girl that I had a crush on was coming to watch me. Um, <laughs> and it's middle school, you know? And like, anyways, I, I had a match scheduled with my brother and we were gonna go live, but uh, we kind of had an agreement before the match, like don't do anything stupid, like don't embarrass me. And what do you know in the match, I feel like I'm winning by a decent am amount and he just, he launches me, he, I believe it was a lat drop, but he sends me flying through the air. He doesn't pin me, but he gets the back points, wins the match, and I was furious afterwards. He, I was so embarrassed. I, I didn't even go talk to that girl afterwards after oh. I got thrown because I was so embarrassed to get thrown by my brother. And uh, that still hurts. I still think about that. I still think about that. So. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pent-up rage from throughout the years that's been built up into this match, and it's all going to come out Saturday. That's pretty funny, man. Yeah. Um, so you guys go through, you know, youth careers. You guys both win state titles at Clarion. Um, did you ever talk about, like, going to school together? Like, I know that, you know, some twins, that's what they do, right? But, like, mm -hmm. my twin brothers, for example, like, they went to separate schools, and they, they knew it, but they never really talked about it. Like, what was that yeah. like for you guys? Yeah, like, from the beginning, it we certainly wanted to be a package deal. Uh, we both ended up going to South Dakota State together, right out, and we kind of thought that maybe my brother would go under a 33-pounder and I'd end up being a 25. So that was kind of our plan going in, but after our first year, we both felt ready to contend for some serious stuff, and we both felt like our best weight was still 125, and that was a big part of the reason that factored into us wanting to leave there, is we both wanted a chance where we could both succeed. So, um, and there was a few people saying, if you go to an NAI school, you guys could both be 25. But <laughs> as cool as it would be, I don't want to have to face my brother for a national title. Like, it's one thing to face him in a duel, but yeah. a national title, that's that's tough. But uh, it's great that he's in a D2 school and I'm in an NAI school. Um, Cause now we, we can both be successful. We can both cheer each other on, which we do regardless, but it's even better, we got the NAI National Tournament one week, his is the following week, so we both get to watch each other, and that's pretty cool that we've both been able to contend for stuff like that. Yeah, how has your guys' like, relationship evolved since you know you guys both left South Dakota State, now you're, you're here at Grandview, like you mentioned, he's at Kearney. Um, you know, that's not a super far distance away from each other, but yeah. you know, like it's, you know, it's probably the first time in your guys' lifetime that you've been apart like this, right? Certainly, yeah, and like growing up a lot, I feel like maybe I took it more for granted, you know, and we, we didn't get along the best at times, but it's like now that we're apart, it, you know, it makes you a little bit more thankful for the time together, and uh, we find different ways to support each other from afar, and then, of course, you know, maybe once a month or once every month and a half or so, one of us will probably visit each other, and. We get into some really good workouts when we're together. and um, Yeah, we've evolved a lot throughout the time, I'd say. Yeah. What, uh, what's it been like knowing that, 
you know, that there is a guy who, I mean, like you mentioned separate divisions, but like, you know, you do still have that twin thing where, you know, you guys are both kind of going through this together, right? One at D2, one at NAIA, like it's, you know, similar, but different. Like there's, there's someone yeah, you can huh? lean on, right? Yeah. And of course we, we've gone through a lot of the same emotions. Like we started off as kind of coming out of nowhere as freshmen on the scene and we, we've experienced the highs of highs. And then, you know, you could argue that last year we both went through some pretty serious defeat. Um, I took fourth place at Nationals, which is good, but, like, obviously the goal is to win the title. And then my brother didn't place. And we've both been guys that have been right there with winning it before. To make matters worse, both of our teams just barely lost out on the title. Yeah. So uh, that, that was a big obstacle to overcome mentally and... Uh, just having him there too, like we certainly lean on each other a lot in that time, and uh, it's large part thanks to him that I've been able to shift my mentality. Like, like Mitchell said it too, like taking second is the best thing that's happened to a lot of us. Like we needed that, we needed that kind of kickstart. So um, that's something that he's helped me out a lot on. And yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, so with this match coming up, like. What's what's the scouting report like? How do you you know what how do you what are you doing to prepare for this match maybe than you would any other match or are you try, like are you trying to keep it as normal as possible? Um, I I truly am treating it like I would any match, and I'm gonna go in there with the same game plan that I like to execute. I'm gonna mess him up in the hand fight. <laughs> I'm gonna find an opening, get to his legs, finish clean. Like everyone knows, you gotta finish clean on him. So. Uh, and I, I think I can turn him on top, of course. <laughs> so, uh, but with that being said, like, it's nice because I'm, I'm not scared to lose to my brother. Yeah. So it's another good opportunity for me to go out there and just have some fun, light up the scoreboard. Uh, I don't want to wrestle a defensive match, not against anyone, especially not against him. So this is a good chance to test out my offense on my feet and light up the scoreboard. Absolutely. Yeah. How many, obviously mom and dad are going to be there, but like what's, you know, friends of the family, other, you know, family members going to be in for, for a duel like this, for, for a specifically yeah. a matchup like that? or Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure all who plan, is planning on making the trip. kind of sinks it's all about Nebraska, which is <laughs> right here in Des Moines. Like I'd be, we'd be able to get a lot more people there. Absolutely. But um, I think there's a few teams that we're thinking about, like making the drive, like teams that I've either coached at or been a part of. So that'd be nice if they can make the trip, but um, regardless, I'll be on live on Instagram or whatever for whoever wants to watch through that. So that's awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome. Uh, last question I have for you: uh, score prediction. What you got? Score prediction. Uh, this is just what came to my head. I think I'm gonna win eleven to seven. Eleven to seven. Okay, to letting seven. it fly a little bit. I like that. We're gonna let it fly, but I'm not gonna be giving them any free points. <laughs> no free points. Eleven to seven's, I think, a realistic score. That's uh, I'm gonna hold you to it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Justin Portillo from Grandview wrestling your brother this upcoming weekend. You got anything else for me, man? No, let's have some fun. Go Vikes. Right on. Okay, now we're here with the other brother, Josh Portillo. Um, talked to Justin earlier this week. Um, this is really cool what you guys are doing. I know we talked about it a little bit before. Um, you know, we hit record here, but. Um, you know, it's fun to kind of follow families that wrestle, but it's even cooler, like when they get to wrestle each other. And like, this is, I was doing some homework this week. Have you guys ever wrestled each other in like a live full serious match since you guys have like, I don't know, hit high school or something? Yeah, I'd say not since we've hit high school. 
because kind of the thing is, and like I've always said this, usually when I step on the mat against somebody and my toe hits the line, I want to kill that person. Like I, I really want to, <laughs> I really want to hurt them. You know what I mean? And like once things got like a lot more serious in high school, ironically, we kind of opted to not wrestle each other just because of that. But um, so we've kind of just sparred for a while. Like if we've had to face or we've forfeited to each other. Like we haven't gone full, like we've, we've tried not to, we don't want to get our emotions in it, I guess. Um, the last time we've probably faced was in middle school. We had a crazy match. I think my brother said he mentioned something to you about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We just, uh, we agreed on no throws and like, I don't know what it was, but I, I, I forgot it was late in the third and it just felt so perfect. Like he was pushing in at the exact right moment. <laughs> and um it's funny, his his girlfriend at the time, middle school girlfriend, um, <laughs> Super was there. Serious. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think that's what upset him more than anything that I, I lat dropped him in, right in front of his his girlfriend at the time. But um, well, yeah, that was the last time we faced full. And like, I remember I actually felt really bad about it because I knew it upset him like really, like really bad. And it made him angry. And like ever since then, we we're like, all right, we're probably not going to face. But um we're obviously much more mature now. Like it's our last year of college wrestling and, you know, we, we won't get to face again, presumably. And we have always wanted to see, especially at this point, like who is the better one. And yeah, it'll probably end up a different result, you know, nine times out of 10, but either way, we're, we're just going to go and we're going to see what happens and yeah, it's going to be a blast. Absolutely. I, I think this is a really cool thing um, that, that the teams are wrestling, obviously, you know, NAI versus D2, two really good teams at both of these levels. Um, and then obviously like, you know, your guys's match, obviously like a lot of people here in Iowa are like, Oh, Hey, like we remember those guys. Now they're part of two really good teams. Let's see what's going on. How, how long have you, like, I know you kind of, you talked about this and so did Justin that, you know, not really wanting to wrestle each other, um, for various reasons, right? You guys are twins, you're brothers, you kind of know how to press each other's buttons a little bit. So, um, you know, th there's that aspect of it. But like, how how long have you guys maybe been envisioning this or talking about just this, this opportunity, especially since you guys have been apart for the last, what, five or six years? Yep, yep. Uh, it, yeah, the talk started probably our, our freshman year after nationals when uh, we both got All-American status and uh, Grandview won a national title and Carney's been top five for however long like we're one of the best teams in D2 and, and that's one of the main things that's like sparked us like wanting to get this going like it's really less about us and more about uh, the fact that we're on two phenomenal teams and we like, like I said we didn't know what actually happened because our coaches have held off on it for so long like you know not necessarily wanting to face each other but me and him have gone over in our head like the hypotheticals of our dual match pretty much every year, like who would win it this way. And each time we do it, it, it ends up to about an even team score. And like, I'm telling you, it's going to be a good one, but that's the main thing that we've like honestly wanted. Cause like theoretically me and Justin can wrestle each other when, whenever, but getting two teams that are this good against each other. And the fact that it, it really doesn't matter at all. Like it's, it's a D2 and NAI. We're not going to be fighting each other for titles or anything like with, with that being said it's going to kind of be more relaxing than it would be like a typical duel like but both of our teams are still going to try to win for sure I know Grandview still got a streak going for dual wins that they're going to put on the line against us for sure and uh our school would love to 
to beat the NAI champs, you know, and yeah, that, that's the main thing. We've been talking about it since our freshman year, but we just want to see our, our two really good teams go at, go at it. And yeah, it's going to be an awesome dual meet. I love it, man. I love it. Um, what's the, what's the, what's, what's the scouting report on your brother? Like, have you, I, obviously you watch him a ton. Like what's the, what do you have to go into this matchup to be aware of? What do you need to, what do you need to focus on? Where, where do you attack? Like what's, what's, what's the move here? Yeah, it's definitely, I, I was kind of, I was kind of joking with my coach about like doing film review on my brother. And it's not like <laughs> I've, I've watched hours of film with my brother on himself. Like we watch film w- with each other sometimes, but um. So he's really good at a lot of the same things I'm good at, but we're kind of good in the same fields, but we separate once you get deeper into that field. So like, for instance, we're both really good on top, but he's definitely got like different tilts that he hits than me. Um, Ironically, we both have a pretty good fireman's in neutral. Um, I hit it to the left. He hits it to the right, almost like automatically. Of course, Um, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I I say that's kind of funny. Um, and then we're both really good on scrambling. Like, uh, I know I'm going to have to finish my shots clean on him if I if I want to score on him. He said um, the exact same thing about you, man. <laughs> really? No, yeah, I was saying, like I said, we're kind of good in the same fields. But um, and then, yeah, I definitely got to be careful on bottom because, like, like I said, he's good on top. I, I can't mess around down there. Um, if, if either one of us gets a turn, uh, it might separate the match a good distance. And, yeah, so I've got to be good on bottom. Uh, He's pretty funky on bottom two. I'm going to have to watch for rolls and, and stuff like that, um, kind of like myself. Yeah, it'll be kind of interesting. I mean, he's my twin. It's kind of like I'm going to be wrestling myself. But like I said, he's got we're, – we're good in the same fields, but we're just slightly different in, in certain aspects of it. But either way, I, I know neither one, one of us are going to hold back. And we're, um, we're, we're like we're going to go full, but we're also using it as a match that – like, for instance, I get nervous for a lot of matches. I'm, I'm sure most people do. This one I'm less nervous about and just super excited. Like, I, I could care less if I lose to him. Like, honestly, like, I, I don't want to. And, like, it is going to be bragging rights for a long, long time, um, even if it is just as a joke. But um, I'm already approaching this match with a lot less nerves. And I'm going to try to be even more open and offensive than I am in other matches. And I think that will lead to good things. Uh, not only in this match, but in the future for me. So I'm excited. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that there's only a benefit, um, you know, whether it's for you guys specifically for the teams as a whole, like there's only good that can come of this because it's just, you're encouraging competition. Like who cares about a dual streak? Who cares about certain matchups? And, and one of the things your brother said, and even, you know, Mitchell said this too, is that, you know, just there, there should be no nerves. Just go out there and let it fly and, and whatever happens happens. Right. You can only learn from this. You can only benefit from it. Yeah, like I said, I, I I just really like this duel because there is like there's kind of a lot on the line because it's two really good teams, but at the same time there's nothing on the line like for either of our teams. Like again, if Granby loses to UNK, that doesn't change that they're still can totally win the NAI title. If we lose to Grandview, changes nothing. Like again, the, the bottom line is we're not going to be facing these guys to win our own titles, and that just takes off stress as it is and I think like you said that's going to lead to openness by every single guy in each one of the lineups absolutely what uh what shirts are the parents going to wear I don't know it's kind of funny uh the the tournaments that my brother and I are both wrestling at my dad he he kind of wears both like he'll wear either a UNK wrestling t-shirt 
and then like a Grandview jacket and then he'll just like take off the jacket when I'm up or like it's flipped like I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing like he's going to wear a little bit of both and yeah yeah I don't know usually he's rooting for like Grandview and UNK but for the other matches like I don't know maybe like for certain matches he'll be wearing the UNK going for our guys and other ones he'll be rooting for Grandview but I don't know but I'm assuming he's going to wear both he'll be wearing a little bit of both red and blue yeah. yeah. No, I think like I, I, I'm like you guys watch the NFL, right? You ever see like the, the siblings um, that play for two different teams and like the parents will have like a jersey cut in half, like right down the middle. That way their last name lines up on the back, but they're oh, like, yeah. numbers or something like that. Right. I, I have seen that before. That would be a great idea for him. But I said, ironically, my dad's favorite color is purple. And I was hey, thinking blue and red don't really go good together, but when you combine them, it's purple. It's his favorite color. Hey, there you go. Just get him like a purple wrestling hat, like not UNK right. or, or Grandview, just like purple wrestling hat. There you go. Right. Yeah. Meet in the middle. There you go. That's awesome, man. Um, the other, I, the other cool thing about this is that like I, you kind of alluded to it too. Like you guys are twins. Um, it's going to be like you're wrestling literally each other. Um, what, what's that? What was that like growing up? Like you, you had like I have twin brothers. I also have twin nephews. Um, I guess they run in our family. Um, but like, like somebody's in your pocket, like all the time. Right. And like, but at the same, like when it comes to athletics, like you have a workout buddy all the time. Like, what was it like growing up as a twin with Justin? Yeah. So I'll just go ahead and say, I don't know how good I would be if I didn't have a twin. Like I would still be able to push myself, but, and, and other twins can attest for this for sure. But like, it's almost like, you don't want your twin to be better than you. Like, and, and, and honestly that keeps you going. And like, like that's honestly how it was a lot in high school. Like when we were around each other every day, we got like a little bit more intense, you know, even when we were both at South Dakota state, um, sometimes we couldn't wrestle each other because things would get pretty rough. Like we'd start fighting each other. But um, at the same time, like kind of like you said, having that workout buddy and somebody that you can get better with at like any time, like, it really makes me wonder, like, if I didn't have a brother like that, uh, I really don't know how good I'd be. Like, I'm sure I'd still be decent, but I think having a twin really separates me. And, you know, th- there's lots of uh, really good sets of twins out there who I've, I've talked with, and, and I know they would say the same. Like, it's sort of that, I don't know what to call it, but it's that I don't want you to be better than me. Thing. Yeah. Especially there, it's for all siblings, but it's especially there when you're twins, just because naturally people are always comparing the two of you and uh to be honest twins don't really love that all the time like being like like being known as the exact same two people so we try to do things to separate each other and we try to do things to stand out and like that's just led to our overall development and uh since we've transferred schools it's almost like we've gotten an even better appreciation of each other because kind of like I said we'd we'd fight each other even at South Dakota state sometimes when things got rough, uh, especially in high school, there were some fights for sure. But um, <laughs> since we've separated, like we've, we've grown even more of like an appreciation of each other, I'd say, and like how we've helped each other. And now whenever we do link back up, like we, we work even better together, I'd say, and, and, and trying to get better. But yeah, bottom line is like, I'll never know for sure, but I always wonder, like, if I didn't have a twin, like, how good I'd be, like, I might just be, I might have just been an average wrestler, you know, like, I guess we'll never know that, but I'm I'm definitely thankful for having a twin, and I, I wouldn't change it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, my brothers went through the same thing. They were, they were high, high level soccer players and, and naturally one played offense will play defense or, you know, front line and back right. line. Um, you know, so they, they were able to kind of help each other in that sense once they, you know, got older and realized what they could do for each other. Um, which kind of leads to, to my question here, like what, when did you maybe set aside the, like the, the competitive fire never goes out um, in rustlers specifically, but like, when did you guys feel like you finally put aside the, Oh, I want to beat this dude's ass all the time to, Oh, like there's a, there's a real appreciation or this guy can really help me. Like, when did you guys maybe start to make that transition? Yeah, we've, what well, we've always known, we've, we've been our best resource, like even in high school, but like I said, in high school, we kind of still like, we were just at each other's throats. Like you could call it immaturity, but like, I also just think that's just how brothers are. I think that's how they always are. Like I've, I've met some like 70 year old brothers and they're like the same way. Like, it's kind of funny. Like, fight with each other. I think that's hilarious. But um, honestly, I think when we transferred schools, because in a way it was like, cause even at South Dakota state, we were kind of fighting for a spot. Like this, this semester that I transferred, I was going to be the starter um until until I left and then they had to pull somebody's red shirt but um we were still kind of even fighting for a spot but it's almost like once we transferred schools it's like we're not in the same division like we're probably never gonna have to face each other like and, and it wasn't that wasn't exactly our like mindset exactly but I think that's just what we realized like now we can like for sure help each other and it's almost like the the distance made made us like appreciate each other even more because you know we've we've lived in the same room like since we've like throughout high school like we slept in the same room yeah but um once we separated and went to a different school we kind of just kind of became even better resource for each other and yeah it kind of just made it to where like sometimes when you're around somebody like every single day it's a lot easier to fight them and as opposed to where like okay you only see this person once every three months like you know you appreciate each other a lot more and you understand how somebody can help you a lot more, but I would say really once we transferred schools, like we, we kind of like hit a new level of like helping each other and um, from like a, a technique standpoint and, and, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah. yeah. So, so when you guys, um, I mean, you kind of alluded to this, you kind of, you guys are like almost attached at the hip. Most twins are, I feel like all the way up through high school. Um, but you guys both go to South Dakota state together for a year. Then you guys decide to transfer um, did you guys talk at all about going to different schools or did you just kind of make your own decisions or how, how did that process unfold maybe from your perspective? Yeah. Um, when we transferred, we definitely weren't locked in, uh, about going to the same school. We are like, if it happens, it happens. But we kind of knew that we'd be in high school. I wasn't for sure if I'd be a lifetime 125 pounder um when I went to South Dakota State there was hopes that I would eventually get big enough to go 33 which I could probably go 33 and be decent like as now like I'm definitely not a small 25 pounder but we kind of realized we'd both be lifetime 125 pounders and that made it like I don't know there's something in us too that like we kind of wanted to go to different schools in a way and ultimately like here's the thing like I think it was one of the best things ever for us to split schools um, go to different schools because we could finally start forming our own identities yeah. like throughout high school and even at South Dakota State people always just knew us as Portillo like th that's what they would say like they would just call us by our last name 
or they'd even say like both like Josh, Justin, like when just trying to talk to one of us. And it's like, I just remember thinking it was so cool. Like when I got to Kearney and people were calling me Josh, like it was like, Hey, they know my name. And like, I'm Josh. Like, <laughs> it's not just, it's not just Portillo, but um, it's been about four years since we've, we've got to our new schools and like, we've really just got to live our own lives. And like, we're still in each other's lives, obviously. And like, we still talk to each other, you know, every day. Um, it's just, once we've split schools, like we could finally start living our own life. You know, I, I really, you know, formed and created Joshua Portillo's life and, and he made Justin Portillo's life. Like, it's not just, it's not necessarily just the Portillo twins anymore. And like being combined as one, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier, like a lot of twins do get kind of annoyed to a certain extent when they're always grouped together. And it's like, I have my own identity too. And so like, once we, we kind of wanted to transfer for, for that reason. And like, yeah, like I said, I think it was one of the greatest choices like for that reason. Like we finally got to build our own lives and like, not that we always wanted to be around each other at South Dakota State or in high school, but we kind of just naturally relied on each other. And yeah, since we've transferred, like I said, I just feel much more independent and like I have a hold of my own life and, you know, we're, we're much different than each other now. Like we're obviously still pretty similar like we're twins but <laughs> still got different still got different aspects of our life and you know I, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't have changed that either so like I said I think it was one of the best choices to split up even though it's obviously tough uh not seeing him for four or five months sometimes but that's just Absolutely. part of it yeah no I, I I like I said earlier I got, I got twin brothers um you know and they're about it I think a year just just a year younger than you guys and <laughs> You know, it, it was really funny talking to them about, you know, their like where they wanted to go to school and, you mm -hmm. know, they didn't end up playing sports in school, but like, you know, without them talking to each other, like I was talking to them separately just as they were going through this process. And they both told me that like, yeah, I, I think we'll probably end up at different spots, but like they had never actually like talked about it. And I just chalked it up as to like one of those funny twin things. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, all these years later now, like Alec went to Arkansas He's doing like the finance thing down there. Eric goes to Nebraska and Lincoln um, and he's doing the fraternity thing there with a victory lap. So there's nothing wrong with another football season. Right. But, um, you know, like I, they said a lot of the same things that like they finally get to go be Alec and Eric in the same way that you yeah. have to go be Josh and Justin. Like there's not, you don't have that guy in your pocket with you or you're not attached at the hip all the time. You get to go be your own person. Um, yeah. It's weird. I almost feel like just, more liberated like since I left that sounds like I'm imprisoned like being with him but like there's no, some freeing to that right yeah I just feel like a lot more like it was new like it was almost like I had a new life like once I got here and like it was kind of like I was just finally again it's not like he was in control of me and everything but it finally felt like I was in charge of my own life and like I was out on my own journey and like it just felt so new and refreshing and and yeah, like, I, I like it. I like it this way. And yeah, we don't, we just don't fight as much anymore. Like, I, I still wonder, like, if we went to the same school and we're around each other every single day, if we would have a, as much of an appreciation. But like I said, now we see each other a lot less and it just makes us appreciate each other, like, even more, I feel like. So yeah, like I said, I, I wouldn't change it for anything. Absolutely. Yeah. As you guys go your, your separate ways, um, I, I kind of talked to him a little bit about this. Um, still twins. Um, you have a little bit more hair, both on your head and on your face than he does. He stays a little right. bit more clean cut, but where yeah. else, where else do you feel like you you've changed or grown in the time that you guys have gone to separate colleges? Um, 
yeah, I just feel like uh, we, we we have kind of different friend groups, but like, I don't, I don't know. It's hang on. Say the question again. Yeah. Well, where do you, as you, since you guys have been at different schools and you've been able to kind of be Josh Portillo, as opposed to just the Portillo brothers, where do you feel like you've, you've grown or where do you feel like, um, you know, you've become your own person or maybe what are you most proud of about that process? Maybe I should phrase it that way. Yeah. I would honestly just say my personality's changed like a lot more. Um, I've kind of become like just more of a well, well-rounded uh, human. I feel like, um, Again, it's not that I would always try this, but sometimes twins, like, and I see it, we actually have a, a pair of twins on our team right now, but uh, naturally they're around each other a lot. And like, I just feel like now that I'm not with my, like not with my twin, like I can form like even more genuine relationships. Like, I don't know, like, I feel like some people kind of like what I was saying, when they meet twins, they kind of just assume they're like one person and like, yeah. I just kind of like how we have like our own friend groups now. Like he's got his own separate friend group who I'd like, I know like I get to meet when I like go there, but um, he's kind of got his own friends and I've got my own friends here. And it's like, it's hard to explain, but kind of like what I was saying, like, I just feel like much more of an independent human being. And like, that's, that's just super nice, especially as a twin. Cause again, I'm sure as you talk to more twins, like, since people compare you to all the time, it starts to feel like you are one. Yeah. And like, that's a good feeling sometimes like to have like the power of like a whole nother human, like inside me. But at the same time, like um, just the fact that I feel like I've become my own man with my own values, my own friends, uh, stuff like that. Like, I just feel like a lot more of a, my own human, I guess. And yeah, I like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's been really cool. I, I know that you, you guys got out of high school before I think I started fully covering wrestling for the register. So I didn't get to see you guys at Clarion, um, at least as close up as maybe some others, but just been following your guys's college careers. And, you know, I similar to you guys, like, I don't know if it's because I have twin brothers and that's just naturally popped into my head or what, but I've always had it in the back of my mind. Like what, what if, you know, like, what yeah. if, they, what if they wrestle each other? Right. Which is, which is what makes this weekend even all the cooler, you know, just to kind of see your guys's career kind of come full circle like this. Um, are there going to be more family friends that are going to be in the building to watch you guys wrestle? I feel like there's, there's going to be a lot more eyeballs on a duel like this than normal, not just because of the teams, but also just because of, you know, the matchup at 25, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to try Stinks. We're really trying to get the duel uh, in Iowa because then we could have had a lot more like friends and family come just cause that's where I'm from as well. Yeah. We're even going to try to get it at like Clarion high school possibly. Cause that, oh, that, that would have been so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we ended up having a, a conference duel scheduled for Friday, which ironically they canceled. But since we had that conference duel ready scheduled for Friday and it gets really hard scheduling sometimes. And obviously conference duels come before this kind of random duel, if you will. Yeah. Um, so it had to be in Kearney, but I, I do wish it was in Iowa because I don't get to wrestle in Iowa, like hardly at all as it is, but, um, yeah, we're going to try to get a lot of people out there, but a lot of people know what's, they know what's going down Saturday, not just because of me and Justin, but they know who Grandview is like our teams faced Grandview at like plenty of opens and stuff like our red shirts have faced them. Um, they, they know, we know how good Grandview is, so it's going to be a great duel, uh yeah we'll see how many people get out there but they, they know what's coming 
Absolutely. Yeah. I'm assuming this duel is going to start at 33, right? Yep. Yep. I'm, <laughs> I'm 99. I haven't for sure clarified that with my coach, but I'm pretty sure it's going to start at 33. Yep. That'd <laughs> That's be awesome. awesome. I asked Justin this too. This is the last question I got for you. What yep. is the final score between you, you and your brother? I'd bet money on more points than less. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Cause uh, kind of like we're, we're both really not to toot my own horn or whatever, but I'm just saying like, we're both really dynamic. Uh, we love scoring points uh, and we generally have super high scoring matches and we don't stop until that last whistle blows. So I want to say something like an eight, seven, at, at like the lowest we could both hit double digits and I wouldn't be shocked honestly like, <laughs> that's just the way it is because like I said we both score back points a lot too and if one of us gets a turn and the other gets a turn yeah I could get could get up there so it's gonna be high scoring I gotcha okay you threw out eight seven he said eleven seven so really okay kinda simil- similar minded a yeah, little bit. yeah up there but yeah what can I say I like that, man. I like that. Josh Portillo, I appreciate the time, man. You got anything else for me before, uh, before I let you go? Yeah. I'll, I'll just say one more thing. Like I know that me and Justin are kind of like the highlight of the duel, just being that we're twins and whatnot, but uh, definitely people need to watch the entire duel. Like me and Justin have gone through the matches numerous times and there's going to be crazy matches at each weight. And if anything, I'm more excited for like some of the other matches than, than uh ours so like me and justin are going to be fun but definitely tune in and watch the other matches because it's going to be as exciting of a duel as it can be it's going to be fun great stuff there from both the portillo bros um really appreciate them taking the time to talk to me about this matchup this duel um but also each other um as you guys heard in the interviews my younger brothers are twins um i also have twin nephews um so i immediately found this story to be just super fascinating um thoroughly enjoyed these conversations hope you guys did too um we'll have a story um written on the des moines register website you guys can check that out in the show notes speaking of which that's all i've got today thanks a bunch for listening you guys be sure to rate and review the show on apple podcast stitcher spotify google podcast iHeartRadio, wherever you get your shows follow your boy on twitter at cody goodwin on instagram cody j goodwin and of course be sure to subscribe to the des moines register for all my stories mailbags analysis videos um we're into the grind of the season now guys it's it's about mid-january um you know our weekends are full of college duels and high school competitions and nothing but stories during the week um, to get us ready for the following weekend, right? So I don't want you guys to miss a thing. Be sure to subscribe. You can find links to do all of that as well as stories from this past week in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, you guys. We will talk again soon.